The way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media outlets, a reason why we decided it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online, like the no-spend challenge, for example, or the continuing Uyangu craze. From the hottest issues to trends for our daily social media minute, we're joined by Erica. Good morning. Good morning. It's, How are you? It's, I'm doing just <laughs> fine. It's like riding a bike. <laughs> Good, good, good. It's good to have you back. It's good to see you, Erica. <laughs> so apparently YOLO is no more, and we're shifting our attention completely to what's been dubbed the No Spend Challenge by who else? The Gen MZ, who tends to lead some of these new trends, but apparently we're trying to save money by spending as little as possible. That's right. Um, more and more workers, younger workers especially, are ditching uh, the option of eating out and instead choosing to eat in. By eating in, I mean at the office cafeteria, uh, <laughs> if they're given the option, obviously. Mm. Now, instead of getting coffee at one of the many coffee franchises, uh, they're opting to fix their own coffees in the office. <laughs> you see the, the pattern here. Uh, with the recent inflation, a growing number of South Koreans are seriously tightening their belts. On Instagram, there are more than 4,000 posts with hashtags like no spending or <laughs> no spend challenge and uh, no spend day. In Korean, the hashtag was mujitsul uh, challenge. Ah, gotcha. You know, yeah. I'm a freelancer rendering this uh, challenge impossible for me, but I can try to spend as little as possible, right? Yeah. Because coffee does add up, I hate to admit. Um, now that I've lost my sense of taste and smell, coffee doesn't taste like anything. So maybe it's a good time for me to <laughs> challenge myself. Now, the trend is obviously not just limited to Instagram. It's everywhere. Yeah, um, there are, in fact, uh, plenty of tips on platforms like <laughs> YouTube, where creators share creative tips on ways to cut spendings and help people change their spending patterns. Um, there's this one full-time nurse uh, who's also a vlogger. Uh, she goes by the surname Kim, and she uploads easy-to-prepare recipes, low-cost, big-batch meals on her YouTube channel, and uh, she challenged herself to using only 50,000 won, which is roughly 38 US dollars in a week. And uh, she shows the viewers how it can be done. And, you know, what motivated her to start this video series was that uh, one day she checked her bank account and she saw that it was completely empty and uh, she got scared. And uh, she said, you know what, I, I have to change my spending habits. And one way to motivate herself was to help others <laughs> motivate themselves to, you know, change their spending habits. And her most popular video to date has close to 500,000 views. Ah, uh, and it turns out she's not the only one trying to share the gems of her secrets because it, no. it, it turns out that a lot of people want a little bit of tips and hacks on how to save more money. Exactly. So one startup marketer who's in her 20s goes viewers way to save 80% of what they make and, you know, save up uh, 100 million won, roughly 80,000 US dollars in just a few years. And she also recommends easy to read books that provide useful insights into saving up. 
How about you, Lena? Uh, do you have any useful tips on how to save money? <laughs> you know, sometimes keeping yourself incredibly busy. Um, yeah. When I had multiple jobs as a freelancer, I think I had a little time to spend. Um, yeah. and, and that usually helped with savings because I had no time to spend. Uh, I, I promise you, this is probably my last anecdote from my, my COVID week. Uh, but... Um, being sick helps too, right? It helps a great deal yeah. <laughs> because I had the same meal every single day, no other option, just porridge. And can you imagine how much uh, I saved? <laughs> my goodness. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I often, oftentimes I find that uh, spending can be habitual. Yeah. Um, you know, I work in a building in Hewa, just two floors down from my office. Uh, there's a Starbucks. <laughs> so it's just so, so easy. A morning coffee here, a post-lunch drink there yep. and afternoon pick me up it's just so easy right yeah. and it all adds up you might think it's just coffee but actually no um also having groceries delivered to my door mm-hmm. it's so easy to go online click on this and that make purchases <laughs> and i often forget that there's a fridge full of food in uh... my kitchen right and all of that would go to waste and uh i don't know i think saving is great but uh it's 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 tricky because some people go to extremes yeah. to save up Uh, like cutting off friends, not having a social life and isolating themselves to save money. I think there are definitely healthier ways to save. This whole all or nothing narrative, I think we like to sensationalize it. It's fun to talk about. I mean, someone saving up 80% up of their income is remarkable. Now, is that sustainable for your well-being? I mean, you're talking about humans being social creatures. We talked about fire being such a big fad, right, where people try to save early retire early and the objective is so geared towards just that one goal that you kind of miss out on everything else that life has to offer there must be a healthy medium somewhere in between and no silver bullet will solve all our problems but you're right Um, I do spend a great deal of money on coffee and buying coffee for my colleagues which is great and but I guess I could cut corners here and there (laughs) maybe one cup of coffee is just sufficient for the day Now, according to latest reports, a consumer price index is at its highest in more than 23 years. So this is probably a good time to start, I don't know, tightening up your purse strings. That's right. You know, according to Korea statistics, the consumer price index surged by 6% to 108.22 as of June. Uh, Like you mentioned, this is the highest in 23 years and seven months. Mm -hmm. The misery index, which measures the degree of economic distress, Mm -hmm the unemployment and inflation rates jumped to 10.6, which is the highest in seven years. So times are definitely tough. Uh, I guess it's up to us to be wise and, uh, you know, not go to extremes, but uh, I don't know, be smart about Yeah, I think you can be a smarter consumer. I mean, when the going gets tough, right, the tough get going. And maybe it's time for us to get going with just smarter consumer choices. I mean, the the information is out there for us to make the comparisons of the more affordable pricing, check our balances and see where our steepest expenses come from. I know for sure mine is coffee. So (laughs) time to (laughs) brew my own. All right, let's turn our attention to our second buzzword of the day. So this TV drama is everywhere. Apparently, it's a feel-good go-to. And the character that surrounds the sensation, Wuyongu, is, well, we're getting more details on the creation of the character itself. 
You know, we've been talking about the show. This is already the third time we're really? talking about the show in the last week. Um, well, it looks like the real life inspiration behind the super popular fictional character, Woo Young Woo, in the show Extraordinary Attorney Woo, has been revealed. Um, you know, in the series, for those of you not in the know, is a lawyer with autism spectrum uh, disorder. Mm-hmm. And uh, the production team of the show says uh, it was able to capture the character by looking at the life of someone you named Temple Grandin, who is a professor oh. at Colorado State University. Okay. Uh, she is a world-renowned zoologist. zoologist. <laughs> yes, thank you. And uh, she grew up from an autistic child to become globally celebrated. Okay, so let's talk about then who this celebrated zoologist is. How old was Grandin when she was first diagnosed? Well, she was just two years old, and uh, at the time, her doctors told her that, uh, well, her parents, that she will have to stay in a care facility for the rest of her life, and that it will be difficult for her to even speak and communicate mm-hmm. with those around her. But uh, she showed her talent in animal research and uh, the humanitarian facilities that she personally designed uh, to ease the pain of farm animals have been introduced on 60% of farms oh. in North America. Yeah. You know, she was selected as one of the 100 most influential people in the world by Time magazine back in 2010 Mm -hmm. for all of her achievements. Okay, so I'm hearing about her for the first time, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. but I'm I'm hoping that our listeners who weren't all caught up are now getting caught up. The story of her life was made into movies and books in the U.S. And subsequently, I'm thinking that it inspired the creators of Wuyong right here in Korea. That's right. You know, Youngwoo's mannerisms when she is in court um, defending her clients it was inspired by a TED lecture that Grandin gave back in 2013. Um, during the lecture, you know, she's seen in a, a cowboy outfit and she says, uh, the world needs all kinds of minds. The problem is that the world is too abstract these days. Autistic thinking, focusing on details that most people ignore changes the world. Her famous words right there. And uh, what I, I appreciated about the show, I, I've been watching it, actually. I've been binge watching the show this past week. Uh, what I appreciate about the way they portray the character is that, uh, you know, it shows, yes, people with autism do have issues with empathy and communication. But they, uh, some of them, of course, not all, uh, also show really high levels of concentration in certain fields. And uh, it's uh, Yongwu's ability to focus on details that most people miss or ignore that solves really challenging cases. The character is three-dimensional in the show and not just a stereotype. And uh, I think this is what makes the show and the character so compelling to so many viewers. And it was it came at a time when I think uh, maybe even the global audience need a little bit of healing. I know that's a key word we like to throw around a lot in pop culture, but I mean, look around. Times are tough. And we talk about the economy section every day. It's gloomy forecasts and people trying to, you know, make sure they're spending less. And then comes a TV drama that is filled, I think, a great deal of hope more than anything else. I've seen enough footage to gather what it's about. Right. All right, and finally on to our last buzzword of the day. Speaking of becoming a smart consumer, demand for frozen pizzas, fried chicken, rise as delivery food prices soar. So, yeah, we're getting tougher. You know, the price of a whole fried chicken has reached 30,000 won and consumers are basically fed up. You know, they're calling on other consumers on social media to boycott fried chicken altogether. There's this one really famous post that I saw that got a lot of response. Yeah. Uh, 
beneath it. And yeah, a bunch of reasons are causing uh, the price of fried chicken yeah. and pizza to go up. The price of fuel, for example, chicken feed, uh, the price of labor yeah. have all contributed to what many are referring to as the new era of 30,000 won fried chicken. <laughs> Because it was supposed to be one of the more affordable dishes. I mean, it was supposed to be for everyone, easily accessible and cheap, but apparently not so anymore. Exactly. And it's a good thing that consumers have options. Um, while there is mounting anger over the soaring prices of pizza and chicken, uh, consumers are finding substitutes in the form <laughs> of frozen pizzas and uh, frozen fried chicken, which costs a third of what freshly cooked and delivered to your door options cost. Now, food manufacturers have naturally taken notice and they're coming up with new and improved products to cater to consumers' taste buds and needs. And many of these uh, food companies are using words like premium and gourmet (laughs) to market their products. Yerika, I know you're a big foodie. I mean, do you have a bone to pick with? Um, Any frozen products calling itself gourmet and premium? (laughs) Uh, A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) But you get the idea, right? Be a smart consumer. I mean, of course, they're going to market a certain way to ensure that the consumers know that they're using perhaps better ingredient, more slightly high quality ingredient for frozen pizza and frozen fried chicken. But again, in a day and age where apparently costs 30,000 won to order just to hold chicken... Yeah, people are finding other ways to save money. If you're curious, there are plenty of product reviews on social media to compare and contrast, which fits your bill. Of course. Um, The times are even helping people change their perception of frozen foods. (laughs) You know, uh, just a few minutes in an air fryer or in your oven, you know, you have a piping hot pizza or fried chicken meal for under $10. And uh, that is a very attractive option for perhaps even families with uh, many children. Many Um, mouths to feed. Many mouths to feed. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) And if you don't have an air fryer, my God, that is such a good place to start because it makes everything taste better. (laughs) I know, and it's so quick too. I use mine almost every day. You know, that's really reassuring coming from a foodie. So I'm I'm very comfortable with my air fryer. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Erica. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you very much, Erica. We'll speak to you again tomorrow. Have a good day, Lena. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.